Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome to the World Soccer Talk podcast. My name is Christopher Harris and I'm joined by my co-host Kartik Krishnayar. We're continuing our preview of the English Premier League season for the 2022-23 season. It begins on Friday, August 5th. This is going to be part two. Uh, in part one of the podcast, we covered uh, the teams that we believe will be in the fight in the bottom five, trying to avoid relegation. Now we're going to continue the conversation and talk about the teams right above that. So roughly in um, 15th position to 10th position, roughly. And of course, there's going to be some uh, disagreements in terms of where these teams end up. But uh, here we go with part two of our conversation. All right. Another club that I think will be down in it, uh, down in kind of that uh, bottom half of the table. And that's Leicester. And uh, Leicester, I, I just feel, Kartik, they've lost their rudder. I feel that it's been a really quiet summer for the Foxes. Uh, I think they'll be depending, um, Bre- Brendan Rodgers will be t- depending a lot on the players that they have that have been injured. They didn't get a lot of playing time. And, and now, finally, he probably feels that, okay, hey, we've got a, a core group of players that can, can produce. Um, but I just feel that they're lacking something. So I, I don't know if it's just uh, in terms of... Um, investment from the from the owners in terms of uh, going out there and getting some some players to uh, improve this squad I, I just feel that they're really plateauing or have have the probably the possibility of, of a plateau season this year um I think this is going to be our first major disagreement and I, I I will concede what you're saying is a popular opinion right now uh, that Leicester are going to fall off there's some feeling that they might even be in a relegation fight I think that uh, they haven't signed anyone, but they also, to this point, haven't lost Madison. They haven't lost Telemans. You have a, a, a fit for Fauna. Now, uh, let's keep in mind, last year he got hurt in the last friendly, and that, that really disrupted their season. Uh, you have a fit James Justin, which he didn't have most of last season. You have a fit Pereira, which you generally don't have. I think that uh, if they can keep fitness levels higher than they have the last three seasons, they can still finish in the top eight. Now, um, you you look at the team as it is right now, they're as strong, assuming a certain degree of fitness, as they were 
the seasons they finished fifth and were in the top uh, four for, for the entire year until the final match day. Um, but they haven't gotten reinforcements. And of course, Chris, guys will get injured. And it's Leicester. They naturally get injured, it seems. They have more injury problems, uh, fitness issues than any other side in the Premier League consistently over the last three seasons. So I don't think they're going to get relegated. I don't think they're going to be in a relegation fight like some people are suspecting. But they do need to enhance their depth. And I think part of Rogers' standing pat this year is they have not been rated the way they had in the past, right? They haven't lost a Maguire or a Chilwell or a Mares uh, or a Conte this summer. Uh, much to, to people's surprise, right? Madison and Talamans, particularly. Those two guys have not been poached yet. Oh, I should mention Ndidi was hurt much of last season, too. That was a big, big deal. And in fact, the previous season when Leicester finished fifth, if you took the matches where Ndidi, Madison, and Vardy were all fit, they would have finished second or third. So... There's, there are fitness issues with the club, but I still think the quality of that side is top eight, maybe top six, given where Manchester United are and Chelsea are. But it's, it's, uh, it is always an injury situation with Rodgers, and maybe also, Chris, things have grown kind of stale with this set of players. You could also argue that, right? They've had this core uh, under Brendan Rodgers since uh, he left Celtic, which now must have been about four years ago. Um, and they've come so close to win, uh, to making the Champions League. They did win an FA Cup in there. Let's not forget that. Uh, but uh, maybe maybe the race is run for a lot of these guys. That's uh, another possibility. I guess I've given the case both for pessimism and optimism. <laughs> but I'm more optimistic. I, I don't I don't like the people who are saying. I think maybe it's they're being controversial, saying, "Hey, Leicester could get relegated." I, I don't think I don't think it's even a possibility, uh, honestly. Yeah, I think. Uh... Yeah, I, I think you're looking at them as top eight. I'm looking at, at them as bottom eight, and and I think that uh, being stale it is 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 the factor for me. Uh, for Fana, yeah, I'm really excited to to see what he's got this season. Um, now that he's uh, fully back back from injury. All right, Kantik, who's up next? Who's your team uh, in the same general area of the uh, I mean, the bottom eight of the the Premier League table for this uh, this season? I guess we would say Forest under Steve Cooper. But I, I mean, I have no reason to be pessimistic about this team. I think they're going to be a top side. I think they're going to be uh, not a top side, but I think they're going to be Brentford last season. I think uh, much like Brentford came up through the playoffs, uh, the the two teams that finished at the top of the championship with automatic promotion both went right back down. Both struggled in the Premier League. Brentford had more of a playing style under Thomas Frank that was uh, suited to the Premier League. I think it's the same thing with Steve Cooper at Nottingham Forest, and he's added some really big pieces, uh, most notably Jesse Lingard. Not not limited to Jesse Lingard, but most notably Jesse Lingard. I don't think they're going to have any problem with relegation. I mean, there'll they'll be moments in the season where it's nervy, right, where they looks like they're getting sucked back in or they're only a couple points clear. But much like um, much like... Brentford last season, I think when they're going to need to get results, they'll get them and they'll stay up. Bottom eight, yes. Uh, bottom three, no. They'll be somewhere 14th, 15th, 16th, safe. What I don't understand is uh, some of the negativity about Jesse Lingard on social media, where after this deal was done, a lot of people kind of just like uh, shooting it down, basically saying like, yeah, you mean, this, this is, you mean, this is crazy. You mean, Jesse Lingard's, you mean, the team's going to get relegated. Why is he going there? But I, I, I like J- Jesse Lingard. And I think he's a player that hasn't got the opportunities that he should have done at Man United. And, the, and, and we saw what he did at West Ham United. 
it looked like a kind of a, a new player in many ways, but it was because he was given the opportunities and also with David Moyes as, as a man manager, given the confidence. And, and I think with Steve Cooper at Nottingham Forest, uh, he's that type of person similar to Moyes, very tactician, but also a man manager. So I, I see Jesse Lingard getting getting some goals for Forrest. And I, and I see Brennan Johnson um, definitely being a key uh, factor in midfield, supplying a lot of those balls into Jesse Lingard. And Forrest has made several signings this summer already, and it looks like they're going to make several more. So I really think that Forrest, out of the three clubs promoted from the championship, uh, Forrest will end above Fulham and, ab- and above Bournemouth. I'm, I'm really, really looking forward to watching Nottingham Forest. I mean... Part of it, though, Kartik, is there's a little bit of a nostalgia or a uh, romanticism about Nottingham Forest, us willing them to do better than, than what they may uh, get. But I can see Nottingham Forest easily ending mid-table, which, which is a huge success for Forest. Yeah, no doubt about that. And I think we do have to be careful about getting caught up in that nostalgia. I think a lot of us got caught up in it two seasons ago when Fulham came up. Uh, sorry, not Fulham, Leeds came up, and it was justified. They ended up finishing ninth. Uh, I'm not saying Forrest are going to finish ninth, but I think it's more likely they finish 12th than they finish 19th, honestly. Yeah, and, and again, too, I'm looking forward to seeing um, the – the city ground at Nottingham Forest there and the fans singing uh, Mull of Kintyre, the song that uh, from, was it Wings? It's a Wings song, or yeah. Paul- it was actually yeah. one of the few Wings songs, a little bit of trivia here, that Paul McCartney gave co-writing credit to Denny Lane on. So I think the royalties from that song uh, sustained Denny Lane for a while, uh, even though uh, uh, he, he had an acrimonious split with Wings and McCartney after the, McCartney's arrest in Japan. Uh, but yeah, Wilt Mull of Kintyre, beautiful song. Uh, not as big a hit on this side of the Atlantic as it was on that side of the Atlantic, but a uh, a song that all Beatles and Wings fans really appreciate. That's really kind of peak McCartney. And we haven't heard it in the Premier League for 23 years. Yeah. So for most of our listeners, most of our uh, readers, etc., uh, this is going to be a first time to hear this in the Premier League in terms of that song. And and again, too, this is another club, too, that just um, a quaint ground right on the river. Again, another team right on the river, River Trent, and uh, a lot of history. And I'm just really excited to see Nottingham Forest. And, and, and to me, like Nottingham Forest against Leeds United, I, I can't wait for that one, Kartik. That's going to be... Uh, Don Revy against Brian Clough all over all over again. The damned United. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, and Don Revy, by the way, his uh, his name came up in the Conservative Party debate last night between Liz Truss or, or forum between Liz Truss and Rishi Sunak. As we record this, I know you're going to listen to this later. So Don Revy, very much on people's minds. It's not all about Clough all the time. Liz Truss evoked Don Revy, which was, uh, I think, a, a good good shot because she was in Yorkshire. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. 
we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Sure. All right, so we're approaching kind of that mid-table uh, section of the Premier League table, roughly. And again, Kartik and I will probably, I'm sure, will have different opinions about where we, we think these clubs will end up. A, a team that I think will end mid-table, or might, might be slightly below mid-table, is Aston Villa. Now, I appreciate what Steven Gerrard and Aston Villa Football Club are trying to build at Villa Park. But I have a feeling that the results are not going to meet the expectations. And, and a large part of... The club's success uh, in this season will depend on three Brazilians playing at Villa, uh, Coutinho, uh, Luis, and uh, Carlos. But I mean, I think it's one of those things that just that it almost feels like they just don't have the team. Yeah, I, I'm not sure if Steven Gerrard knows what what his team is going to be in terms of what, which is going to be the team that's going to work together to actually produce the most results. And I see from last season too, just too much inconsistency. Kantik, do you agree or disagree? I agree. In fact, I was tempted to put Villa in, in the conversation of the bottom teams because I think uh, uh, th- there's, there's wild inconsistency and their guys, given their price tag in the transfer market, underperforming at that club. Uh, we're, we're now sort of seeing, uh, in spite of the transfer value of the, the rest of the club, and Villa, by the way, for those who don't know, has spent a ton of money. In fact, their net spend at one point was the highest in the Premier League over a couple of windows, higher than Chelsea, higher than Man City, higher than Man United. Uh, it's not anymore uh, because they sold Grealish, but it was for, I think, three or four windows. If you took a, a snapshot, it was the highest. I, uh, I do think there is too much quality to go down, though. So uh, you hear the, the, the phrase, too good to go down. I think they do have too much. They have uh, guys that can win matches in individual moments. Buendia, uh, Coutinho, uh, uh, Danny, uh, Coutinho, uh, uh, Danny Mings, Ali Watkins. These guys can really come through. And I also feel like uh, both Mings and Konsa regressed to center backs last season. Ramsey, a young player I like a lot. But again, you know, there's a lot of repetitive pieces. Uh, Douglas Luis, a player I like. But uh, McGinn, you know, a lot of these guys are, are high value, but they don't necessarily always bring it or play well together. Yeah, another team I'm concerned about that I think will probably end up, uh, again, mid-table or a little bit lower than that is Southampton. And uh, similar to Aston Villa, just I think a, a team that's, you mean basically has uh, has the confidence in knowing that uh, they are a Premier League team that they've been there for for some time, but I just question in, in terms of uh, how well they, they'll do the season. They've got a very good coach, um, but the players, just the players, don't stand out to me as kind of being a team that's going to push them into the top half of the table. 
Yeah, I think Southampton, they they are kind of static and they have sold so many good players the last few seasons. Hassan Hotel has done an amazing job keeping them in the Premier League, but I just uh, I think they'll stay up again this season. But they're not uh, they're not going to improve much. Although they are spending more money than usual. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, it's it, with the Saints too. I mean, they've had. Uh, you and I have talked about this before, Kartik, in terms of the academy and the Saints for so many years. Uh, depended on the, the academy, just in terms of like you look at the last say ten years, and the players that have come through either through the academy or through uh, from transfer signings, transfer signings that players that they bought uh, that were later sold on to other clubs. I mean Sadio Mane is one perfect example, but there's been so many players that have come through Southampton. Uh, they have gone on to bigger and greater things. And Southampton, at the same time, were able to cash in on that, get uh, millions of pounds and dollars to reinvest in, in the club and, and in the players. Um, but that that uh, funnel seems to have uh, slowed down quite a bit. Do you agree, Kartik? Yeah, I think that their academy clearly is not producing the level of player it was. I think that's a big part of what's going on there. And... Uh, I don't know if it's the ownership change. Les Reed, who would run their academy brilliantly for years, left the club, I want to say now, three or four seasons ago. And Hassan Hutel has kept them up against the odds, quite honestly, given their squad. You still look at their squad. It's not. It's maybe not even of the quality of, of, of the teams we mentioned at the very bottom. Uh, it, it, but he's done a brilliant job. I think the supporters are on his side. They've gone out this window, Chris, interestingly, and bought a lot of guys that I think are um, are young players for the future, hoping that Hassan Hutel can develop them. Now, what does that do for them this season in the Premier League? That's a big question. That's an open question. I think they stay up because they have a system. They have a manager. They have a spirit. They get results when they need to. The last few years when they've been under the cost, but they're not uh, they're not pushing on in any way. And now um, Southampton, unfortunately, I would argue, maybe getting kind of stale in the Premier League. Yeah, we, we've seen that uh, I mean, we talked about it before with Leicester kind of in a similar vein in terms of uh, not a lot of movement um, and, and also feeling very comfortable in the Premier League. Uh, in terms of being there and uh, benefiting from all the money that's coming in from media rights, etc. Um, and Southampton, I feel, is kind of in that same kind of uh, area. And, and they should be fine. They should stay up. Uh, they're a good enough team with a good enough coach uh, to be inconsistent throughout the season, showing kind of flashes of brilliance, getting some big wins, some big victories, but then, you mean, losing some games and, and then just staying up. Um Another team that falls into that similar category, I think, Kartik, for me at least, is uh, Wolverhampton Wanderers. Well-organized team, uh, did well last season, I mean, but it is going to probably sell on some players to bigger clubs, cash in on, on that money, uh, but seem to be pretty stable in the Premier League right now. Yeah, they're very stable. I, I think that they have certainly a, an incubator of players uh, through... Uh, uh, George Mendes that they're able to bring in that are good enough to keep them in the Premier League, keep them generally in the top half of the Premier League, but not uh, consistent enough to push on from a uh, a situation where they're finishing uh, seventh or eighth or ninth or tenth to really competing for a top four spot. Uh, I, I thought a few years ago they might push on under uh, under. Um, 
Uh, Nuno Espirito Santo. I knew it was a former Valencia manager. I was about to say Kiki Sanchez Flores because uh, uh, v- former Valencia managers uh, seem to populate the Premier League uh, or populate La Liga too. I mean, that's that's Valencia for you. But um, yeah, I, I I guess they're mid table. Maybe they're the prototypical mid table side now, uh, which is which is fine for a side that um, the last time prior to this were in the Premier League re- got relegated consecutive seasons and found themselves in League One and, and, and needed a, a really good rescue job from Kenny Jacket to even get them back into the championship uh, the following year. So uh, I suppose this is a, this is a, a settled place for Wolves. The, the, the thing about Wolves last season versus under Bruno Lage versus under uh, uh, Nuno Espirito Santo is I think there was a more um, open style of play which led them uh, to be susceptible to back. I mean, there were, at least offhand, three or four matches where Wolves blew big leads, uh, two-goal leads, uh, three-one leads, right? Two-nil leads, three-one leads, and, and drop points. Uh, so that's something that they need to shore up. But that expansive style has made them more entertaining than they were under uh, Nuno. Thanks for joining us for part two of our Premier League season preview Uh, we'll be back tomorrow with part three planning for your next trip Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.